hello, pirates and sketchy people Uh, of the world. This week, we are doing Black Lagoon, one of my personal favorite uh, anime experiences out there. Um, One of my favorite, like, experiences in all, like, I want to say, like, fiction, because it's just, like, a very gritty story, and I'm always on that vibe of, like, let's tell people why anime isn't just for children and this is a great example so how are you all doing today we're here on content breaker with the of course kai himself static dread strangely entertaining bubble for zog and kaiju kills we are very excited to be talking about black lagoon gentlemen I just other got than that how do you so exist excited. yeah just, my bad i got too excited and just botch the intro but like <laughs> how are y'all doing how do we exist boys in an infinite existing. space I'm of time here. i'm yes. existing fine also static dreads you can't fix her what, what? you can't Dude. fix her i she, can do she my best be can not fix yeah, her. she's fine she's fine she you doesn't need to be fixed her. Like, I don't know who you're talking about. Like, she don't need to be Roberta. They're all, they're all Roberta, my guy. (laughs) They're all fine. Except Roberta, it's not fine. (laughs) Ida is probably the most fine. Then Balalaka, then Ravi, then Roberta. Yeah, Ida is unproblematic. Besides, she's a nun that murders people. But other than that, like, completely unproblematic. In the grand scheme of things, (laughs) that's to me. You can't oh, fix okay. her. <laughs> Stop it. Okay. You can't fix any so of these people. She she doesn't need to be fixed. That's the whole point of this plot. Yes. That is the whole point, which we will get into. Um yeah. So basically, this is Black Lagoon. It is an anime that ran um 2006. Um which is I feel like kind of like an age like a wonder age for like that 2000 like just beauty period of animes that came out around then like we had these dark like toonami premiering animes and this is where i discovered it of course was toonami back then um i believe zog you watched you say you watched it on toonami as well i think i never said i watched it on toonami <laughs> well you watched it before the podcast because you it. have the i did watch it so. years ago yes yes so i watched it around the time the second season came out okay so 2010 yeah so, <laughs> yeah, it was a, it was a grind. It was a fucking weeb. Yeah, the second season came out in two thousand and six too. But yeah, anyway. well, okay, Roberta's Blood a, Trail came out in two thousand ten. One of them came out like four years later. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, and um, Kells and Strange, you guys are seeing this for the first time for yep. the podcast, correct? Yep. Yeah. So, um. But yeah, it's like getting into it. So Black Lagoon is the story of this Japanese businessman named Okamaji Roku, who is basically kind of forfeited by his um, company because they're a sleazy company and they're doing like illegal dealings and everything. And they send him to go do a deal. Um, But he kind of gets wrapped into this world of piracy and um, it's kind of like foreign like underground world they kind of just leave him there as a hostage because they like see him as expendable expendable and he adopts this new persona called rock as he's newly dubbed by the black lagoon company who captures him and he goes and does all these escapades on the pirate ship that is the black lagoon and we see his transformity 
messed with the characters of the Black Lagoon Company. And as really as watered down as spoiler free as we can get it, because it goes into a whole like cornucopia of just outlandish greatness um, from here. So be forewarned if you do not want spoilers, go and watch this and then come back and listen or listen to it anyway and then go and watch it because we will not do it justice by just talking about it. You got to you got to witness Black Lagoon and all of his greatness. It is something to experience. Yeah. So right like off the bat, like just when you guys were going into this like static or no, I'm static. Jesus. <laughs> when you guys were going into this, uh, Kells and Strange, what was like your like just based off like the imagery and art? Like what was your kind of like assumption? Uh. <clears throat> I I didn't really know what to make of it, to be honest. I was like, looks like I know kind of like I knew Revy could like kill something with, you know, if she has a gun and a bullet, uh, <laughs> pretty much kill anything at that point. But I didn't really know what the overall like thing was, like the story or anything. Um, all I know is like it does look like that crisp 2000s uh style anime that the style i kind of miss honestly it's fair it's fair i do like miss this kind of like rugged style for sure like venture brothers type animation vibe feel venture brothers define <laughs> I was, uh, so like i mean like we're not it was like it's just like it wasn't so like clean i guess because like anime nowadays is just like too clean i feel like some points like jujitsu kaisen don't get me wrong it's great but it just looks like way too polished and i like i like the ruggedness of the lines and stuff of the like oh sixes of like the early mid 2000s and we kind of get like the venture brothers adult swim animation type vibes we had going on so it fits well with the the style the of yeah okay okay yeah i can the see greatness of it yeah um Going into this for the first time, I really only had what hype you had to say going in that Revy was the best girl. Um, <laughs> I knew it was about something with a girl with two handguns, <laughs> and that can only lead so many directions. Yeah. Uh, but winding up finding out about the depth of the plot and the variety and kind of uh, how intense it is and not having a protagonist that just just like it's not like an isekai which i love like rock is not yeah. a fucking hero yeah he's definitely like, not and and i love that that kind of vibe that rock is kind of teetering on the edge of his own peril and dealing with his lot in life but it's still true to like his principles and in the same way that revy is growing to like have a relationship with another person that's not only a murderer yeah no for, for better sure. or worse yeah it was a little, sure. little rough there though to start off and i was like oh i really wasn't expecting a deep uh philosophical trip every three episodes but i guess here we are <laughs> no i mean it's that's what it is like it's um like it's it's more so that's what makes black lagoon so good for me it's like it's the hardcore kick-ass action but also like the depth and introspectiveness of like you know what is right what is wrong like does a person inherently start off bad like what is a descent and we see a lot of like the themes through 
Black Lagoon is that characters aren't, you know, cohesively black and white. There are a lot of gray areas, like a lot of good, like characters go bad and a lot of um, bad characters are just bad for the sake of bad circumstances, you know? Or they're getting paid for it. Yeah, I mean, just money is God, you know, that whole speech by Revy. Um, things are just things when you're out here taking stuff off bodies and whatnot. So it's like a whole um, a whole thing. And it's always good when you get, like, fuck Nazis in your anime. So <laughs> I um, honestly was not expecting shout out that Nelson at Ultimate. all. <laughs> 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 shout, out, shout out Madhouse, man. Just That's one of the things. That's one of the things I love about this show. Is the fact that this is 2006 Madhouse doing what the fuck 2006 yeah. Madhouse does? Yeah, like, like hey Madhouse, screw Nazis. We got this story. We want you to animate it. Does it involve killing Nazis? Yeah. How'd you know that? We'll do it. You know, <laughs> get you came to the right we'll place. <laughs> I mean, a hundred percent. Yeah. Um. But and so I know there's like. And then we got to go into the age old question of, you know, dub versus sub. I I watched both of them, like, because, like I said, I love this anime with my whole heart. Um, So I've seen the dub and I've seen the sub. I'm partial to the dub because that's what I've seen first. But I also really enjoy the sub as well. Um, But I feel like kind of the campy, preachy, like, speeches we get from, like, Revy and, like, Rock, I feel like that kind of hits more dub for me especially in the back of the police car scene and like how you know money is my god and all that but they were also really dope as well in the japanese but i thought it was interesting because some liberties were taken with the dub um and like really i feel like the pinnacle of dub anime was like that late 90s or like 2000 era like i feel like that's when dub was like on top or at least for me like I don't know. It was like, well, the tsunami I think, dubs just hate. I think that we we finally reached an era where no longer were we in the West cutting up and hacking apart uh, a show for the Western market. You know, two thousand and six. We still have the the kind of four kids doing what the fuck four kids does, mm-hmm. but with stuff like this. Uh, and stuff like uh, Toonami and Adult Swim with their presentation, even, you know, to get crazy with it, even sci-fi with, with you know, manga uh, animation, you know, bringing stuff to the West, we're, we're no longer hacking up the story for a Western audience. We're, yeah. we're adapt, we're, we're now doubling the, the story that is there because there is value there to begin with. Um, and we're seeing that value being respected uh, in the in the dubs, and we have such voice talent in in this time as well that it's really the start of seeing where this goes from here. You know, no, like a hundred percent, definitely agree that that is something that I really appreciate from this. Um, it's just like you said, like the. Like this is kind of one of those points where it's like a jumping off of like talent and you know I get that like Lupin the third vibe in terms of like just the stylistic like every voice I feel like both dub and sub I feel like every voice in here just fits um I love Dutch's voice I love Revy's voice I love Rock's voice Benny's Roberta's Balalika's 
um, just everybody's, you know, it's like a whole clean cast and just like the inflection and everything. Cause like everybody's very passionate about the project that they're entering on this. So like shout out to like the production team at Madhouse that made sure everybody was kind of on the same page for this. So, um, yes. but yeah, so, um, but like you said, like the themes of Black Lagoon, I feel like are something that are like overlooked a lot, at least in my personal Opinion people are just like, yo, badass girls being badass killing people, which I mean is a hundred percent like accurate, you know. But I feel like they're more than just, you know, badass girls killing people, which, yes, um, and and having the and more part of that is really what makes Black Lagoon stand out to other shows, like. I love Girls and Panzers, but Girls and Panzers is just fucking cute schoolgirls and tanks. Like, there's no meat to the story other than that. But, yeah. like, this has whole character drama and interaction and story arcs and growth and and drama and peril and risk and excitement. It's everything. Yeah. yeah. No, 100%. And... Um, I know you had talked about it earlier, like just kind of Rock's character arc and Ascension. Um, I really like the theme of like kind of being your own Robin Hood, like because that is like something like Rock basically starts to realize throughout the missions and everything they're doing that, you know, Revy is just like the bitches that sold him basically into this slavery like that he's in, like the life that like abandoned him. It's like, Revy, you're like the same. And then it comes on the speech of like, well, there's no Robin Hoods. There are no people who like go back and give back and do that. And The Rock is like, yo, if you want like those type of people, just go and be those type of people. But then that is immediately challenged by, you know, his ideas of what it actually takes to do that. And I felt like that's like kind of like my jam is that how easy it is to say something, but like how to manifest that, like how difficult that is. Like something as simple as like, I'm just taking something. I just got to give it to somebody else. But all those like, you know, nuances that come in the like, you know, procurement of this lifestyle. Yeah. And we really see that art challenged. You know, we, we see him be this whole, you know, be your own rivalhood. But we like the entire second core I guess we're weebs now. Um, the entire second tw- uh, 12 episodes where we have this kind of we're in Japan and and the Russians are fighting the Yakuza and and Rock is stuck as this translator and wants to do something but is challenged in the the scene in the in the bowling alley. We're going to get into deep spoilers here where he's he's with the girl that he saved and the girl's like, you don't want to fucking save me. You don't want to do anything. You just want to sit here and stand in the twilight, stand in the in-between of the worlds and just feel like a hero. But you don't want to do what it takes to get the job across the finish line. You might have saved my life in the short term, but you haven't saved my life in the long term like you fucking say you want to. Mm-hmm. And for him to be challenged with that, like that's the second arc of his whole thing of, of you know, nonviolent interaction with this universe. But in the same way, his inaction causes problems. No, agreed. Agreed. So um, that's definitely like 
something that I felt like is very not seen a lot in terms of like these types of like anime where you just go and like shoot them up as you know like seeing like it's the challenge like Black Lagoon honestly is just so rare to me because it deals with like that grittiness and the violence is just so like I feel like appropriate for it like the grit and like the tone like it doesn't baby you when it gives you these lessons and themes like kind of hits you um and another one is like we see that you know with um especially balalaka and revy that they didn't start off this way you know that they were like balalaka was an expiring olympian you know who wanted to like just kind of take care of her family but soviet russia gonna be soviet russia so she had to go soviet russia and then basically she had a black widow <laughs> yeah we're gonna abandon you and that kind of made her the way she is like to protect her comrades and whatnot um and then well, Revy, no, yeah her whole arc uh like his whole arc was i'm gonna go be a fucking war hero which comes with all manner of problems associated mm-hmm. with it because you gotta do some crazy fucking shit mm-hmm for them to get done and their entire country is just dissolved and that's what turns them into the fucking Russian mafia. Yeah, like, Hotel... Oh my god. What Moscow. Hotel Moscow, yeah. 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 Like, oh, Yeah, so like, that's crazy. And then Revy saying that there was like, you know, no love and no charity for her, like growing up in like the streets and kind of what she had been through because like, you know, there was no one there for her. So she had to like survive. And it was just really interesting to see like how like these characters are like kind of set up and how they are badass women that fight and do all this, but they are also like, you know, wearing a mask to like kind of perform and protect themselves. And which is, like, done really well. Because, you know, a lot of anime, you just see, like, the badasses being badass just for, like, the stake of that. Like, um, I mean, when you go and look at shows like fucking um, Gangster or Monster and stuff or Helsinki Bridge. It's like, yeah. Sorry, not Helsinki Bridge. Just Helsinki Ultimate. Just Helsinki Ultimate. Basically the same Excuse thing me. at this point. Yeah. I'm tired. I'm sorry. But, um... Like, you know, just, and even, like, Akudama Drive more recently, um, like, it's just, like, these people are just who they are because it's, like, who they are. You know, there's not really that many, like, layers to them. Like, I mean, there is, but, like, like, because I know me and you, Kels, we watched Akudama Drive, and it was never really, like, oh, this is why Bruiser's Bruiser, or this is why Delinquist this. It's kind of just, like, this is who they are. But in terms of, like, Black Lagoon, it's, like, you know, these are like masks and things to kind of like protect them and like to be that like gritty dark person. I mean, we get enough introduction to kind of the perils of this lifestyle and this upbringing from the characters we are supposed to care about that that same kind of theme of empathy carries over to the broader cast Mm -hmm. in the crew. We're supposed to not think are just fucking villains. Right. Everyone's a bad guy in this show, but like the people we aren't supposed to think are intrinsically evil. That same theme of I came from the dirt. I'm here in this position doing what I'm doing now because it's the only way I've had to survive. And we get that that kind of insight from Revy 
where it's like, if you have a fucking problem, if you have sympathy for this shit, I will murder you Mm -hmm. (laughs) because that's not what I need. I don't need you to feel bad because then I can't work with you. Yes. Which Um, I love. And and that, that applies to the broader, broader spectrum of, uh, the city, you know? Yeah. Um, to the city, but, um, (laughs) so were there any themes that like you saw, um, Zog or, uh, strange that like, you know, you thought were like interesting that were represented in this? Honestly, um, I think you basically touched on everything that they already had there. Um, but the one thing I do really like that they kind of, that you haven't really touched on yet is when um uh, was it in this version or the uh, other one when uh it's at the point where rock is supposed to be the translator between these two factions and he's uh yeah yeah uh, his own faction's got him over the hood of a car gun in his face saying why the fuck shouldn't i bl- why the hell should i do this for you what do you get out of this it's my hobby it's like <laughs> Okay, we finally found a justification for this bullshit. All right, cool. <laughs> yeah, so season two, core two, the last 12 episodes, when they're in Japan going on this whole adventure, um, somehow Rock gets feelings and emotions and wants fucking Melalaika uh, to not <laughs> murder the girl he's had coffee with like once and saw mm-hmm. in the street passing. Um, and he's like, you don't have to do this, Bella. Like you could just like stop and not murder her. And she's like, rock your motherfucking motherfucking translator. Like I tell you what the fuck you get to say. Like, that's it. You, that's your only job here. And then he goes on again and he gets to put like fucking like judo tossed on the motherfucking hood. (laughs) Mm hmm. And and she's telling him how to like plead for his life. And she's and he's like, some people have a hobby of wanting to die in the fucking gutter. Well, my hobby is trying to be a fucking, you know, justice hound. And then she laughs and then it's game over. It's just fucking. It was a fun scene. It Yeah, it's a real fun scene, but it's also like the closest you see him finding common ground with these like, quote unquote, monsters of people. That he's found yes. himself surrounded by. It's just like finally there's some understanding between them. And she just goes, <laughs> You're as f- fucked up as I am. Okay. And then later on, that interaction in the the other Yakuza's home, where he's like, I want you to destroy the the other Yakuza group with the girl as the leader so so badly. That she has no other choice but to go into a life of not this. And Balalek is like, oh shit, that's truly evil. He's like, a great villain. (laughs) She starts capping people. I love that scene. Like, right there. Like, Balalek always zero time. Just starts fucking, like, shooting him. Like, it's... I'm gonna be honest. That's great. With how much it... This show dwells within this uh, melancholic view of things... And everything, um, it gets boring after a little while. It becomes a bit of a grind, but when you get moments like that, where it truly just like embraces the whole, all the bullshit wholeheartedly of the situation, 
and still tries to make it work within the character's boundaries who are involved with it. It it's some good shit. Yeah. No facts. Facts. Um, yeah, I really like how that like, you know, tonal change can happen, like from just comedy to dark to grid. Um, like one of my favorite tonal changes is like when like again I bring up the scene a lot, is like when Rock and Revy are just kinda arguing in the pavilion and like they just have like Revy just kinda loses it and starts shooting. And they're like, Okay, well time to call the big guns and the police and everybody show up and put them in the back of like the cop car. And it's just like they have that discussion. I really like that and then I like how, you know, the scene Well, but that whole, for me, that whole scene of yeah. uh, n- not only the cop car resu- like conversation resolution with they you know suck on the same cigarette, yeah, very essentially. The only kids, but like see. them them going at it in the in the fucking market, like yeah. at the restaurant patio, and that whole entire conversation where Revy is going like. Revy is fighting her own comprehension of the situation and her own need to push it away. And and Rock is finally standing up and owning his shit. Yeah, finally. And owning his decisions. Yeah. Fucking finally. And then um also, you know, we get the we get the scene where um where like they got the pirates coming out on them like in the first few episodes and we kind of get to see like Revy, like first, like her first badass moment, I guess, um, where she goes and takes out all the pirate ships from like jumping um, from each ship to ship and then like cap them while listening to a cassette player. Um, that was a vibe, you know? And that's like Rock is like explaining everything to Dutch while it's happening. He's like, what the fuck is going on? Like, she's like a monster, you know? And she's like, stop talking and complaining for like 10 minutes <laughs> so I can focus on the job. And it's kind of it's kind of wild to see just like that amount of like violence that's portrayed. Cause I feel like the violence like really helps like the series. But um, getting into like the characters, like because we got such a colorful cast, like literally, like we got a very multiracial cast, which I really like fuck with a lot. We got the Soviets, the Americans, the Japanese, you know, um. And it's funny because, you know, the whole, like, kind of joke with um, Bella Laika is that she's always coming in second to Americans. <laughs> like, <laughs> and she's, like, watching the Olympics. And she's like, of course, the fucking, you know, an American one. But um, just kind of, like, starting it. Like, y'all have, like, a favorite character you want to dive into? You just want to, like, hit up from the top? Like, what's up? Well, <clears throat> I can tell you the, I mean, I loved everybody in the cast, like, I didn't expect to laugh so much watching this show. It's just like there's a, there's like yeah. some kind of quip or just something funny happens like almost at, uh, Does, like, every the Does like the dark humor wash over you? Embrace it. We're all fucked no, up. I, <laughs> see, the thing about me is I actually like dark humor. It's very funny to me. I don't know why. Maybe I'm messed up or something. But you are. Uh, You're no. repressed. <laughs> Welcome to the club. Yeah. Sorry, repression. Uh, but you know what? Uh I'm such a rock. Literally watching the show, it was almost like a self-insert. I'm like, I'm such a rock, man. <laughs> I would be there. You are. I would be like, no, nah, I don't want to hold a gun. I'm good. <laughs> and be like, I don't know what to do. <laughs> what did you mean? <laughs> I was just... Yeah, I mean, you totally I would are be like, I would be like, yo, you ever 
you ever feel sad for these Nazis that died? I mean, I probably wouldn't say that pop, exactly, pop, but nope. like, yeah. <laughs> no, nobody felt sorry for these Nazis. I the do. moment you have the word Nazi rock. in there, all sympathy goes out the window. Well, Rock, rock was more or less just like, like the Nazis. He's just like, yo, it's kind of sad. Or do you ever feel sad? That's what just Ruby's like. No, of course I'm not sad. Stupid Nazi. <laughs> yeah. Oh, the Nazis. Yeah. Okay. There's a fine line between the Nazis from the story where we're supposed to feel sympathetic about the one dude who was like had a family and was like, fuck the I love the fatherland. Fuck Hitler. Yeah. And then like the new Nazis that were causing fucking problems. Yeah. Seeing the new Nazis get axed was so fucking no, therapeutic. I just <laughs> Yes. That's I love that shit. Like even in the rewatch, I'm just like, yes, man. Like <laughs> something about like killing Nazis and just feels so good but like my boy benny benny's yeah. great man you are benny kels like a kid <laughs> like a grad from ucf that's what blew my mind oh my like God. the first time like i watched this i was like wait he's from university of central florida like that's yeah this man's from florida and fucking <laughs> lord knows where doing computer shit on a torpedo boat i'm like he pissed off the mafia and the fbi at the same time with his like, how can skills. I fuck That's my life up this hard, man? <laughs> yeah, man. Like, now, well, you yeah. want to go like to Thailand and be oh, pirates? No. <laughs> yes, low key. Yes, no. like high key. Yes, honestly. But like, yes. Let's let's just do that. I think that's the absolute vibe that we need. I um, love Benny's character overall, mm -hmm. but as we were mentioning previously, his probably best line was, "I'm Jewish." Yeah. Fuck Nazis is a, a family <laughs> motto. <laughs> a yeah, family bro, creed. That was iconic. That was <laughs> that was iconic. No. I, it's a whole ass vibe. Dutch was like, whole, so how, how, scene. Do you, how do you feel about Nazis? He's like, yeah, nah. Dutch is like, as a white man, how do you feel about it? And, he, and it, we just go down that route. <laughs> and that's the other thing. It's like, let the stereotypes, like, I mean... It's like you got characters being who they are. There's no like dancing around, and that's why I like like the grit of Black Lagoon. You don't have to be like PC about things. You can just like be you. It's like we're dealing with the black man. We're dealing with the Jewish guy. We're dealing with the Japanese businessman. When I think Revy's like Hispanic. You know, just Revy. No, no Revy is, is American Chinese. Rev Chinese American. Yeah. Yes, Chinese American. Yeah. There we yes. Go. yes. She was born in New York. Yeah, I keep. Yeah. For some reason, my mind is like Harlem. She's Hispanic, on, but I'm just like, waifu. What you mean? You gotta be on top of this. Information. Yes, yes. That's you're right. You're right. You're right. It I don't blew see my color. mind. I just see hot. <laughs> I'm just kidding. It blew <laughs> my mind though, and I'm like, this would not go over well. Like in today's age, when I can't remember her name, I can only remember <laughs> her nickname. Oh, Revy gave her Chinglish. She's oh like, my god i'm taiwanese How disrespectful <laughs> like, oh because you're watching the fucking absolutely dub absolutely perfect and i loved it <laughs> are you talking about shinhua shinhua i can't remember her yeah. name but like yeah shinhua yeah calls her chinglish i'm like yo yes the taiwanese assassin <laughs> from mr chain who just ooh. she like i'm taiwanese i'm pure taiwanese basically seeing <laughs> two of these the girls blue. fighting for their lives primo episodes <laughs> Man, oh, this whole so okay. So back to back to the characters. Yeah. So so we've got Benny being your favorite character, you would say, Kells. And then Rock is yours, you're saying strange. Yeah. 
who who do you have um zog is your favorite character whatever girl got the gun <laughs> okay that's so all of them, of them. <laughs> um yeah. I, I actually i never got a toss up because like Revy is a Whatever. primo waifu and like just goes without saying why we love Revy, like her speeches, like her demeanor, her like cold stares, like you said, her English and the Japanese voice and then her speeches <laughs> and the dub and just like her. I just love the way she talks to Rock. She's like, you fucking idiot. <laughs> like she's there like, was a lot of time for your bullshit. <laughs> I was like, not just, expecting so much. Like I, I expected uh, a little bit. I didn't expect this much. I'm like, dang. No, this oh is TVM, bro. Hey. Like this is. Like <laughs> shout out to the no nudity though. That's what still blows my mind. We got all this with um, no, no nudity. No, uh-uh. not true. Uh-uh. Watch the dub. Mm-hmm. We'll watch the sub, my no, guy. It's in we the dub. Go. Oh, it is. Yeah. It's there. <laughs> watch for, the right dub. There's, there's, <laughs> I forgot. Who is the it's, We go to the pink house and we yep. see some teddies. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. But that's like brief it's, though. It's not as like it's not brief. They, they didn't I don't think they wanted to like go all out with that. I mean but we even heard your, stuff more than Akira gave us. To your point, no, it's not. <laughs> it was right on the border of the same amount Akira gave us, and Akira was kind of fucked up with the whole thing. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, um, I appreciate the f- attempt at fan service. I I think that's where I would put this. Right. Yes. They tried to do fan service with Revy. But it wasn't to the extent that we see currently. Yeah. Like, it wasn't unreasonable. Yeah. Eh, I don't even know if I would call it fan service just because the way the character, like, wears that style. I'm imagining her as a real person. I believe this would be her style. And that's kind of why it works. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's very much this, like, uh, Laura Croft just said, fuck it. I don't care anymore. <laughs> and, you know, like, I'm here for it because, like you said, it is practical and we do see her in different fits. Like, when it's cold time, she's still not out here. Like, you know, just rocking it. So, it is like that a vibe. I would give as pure fan service. Yeah. Find the Yakuza in a skirt. My God. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, like I said, like it's like Revy's like primo waifu for me. Like just absolute love the character, but I also really love Rock's character. And but like Balilanka might be Balilanka Roberta might be my favorite. Well, you're changing her name, Bella Laika. Man. Bella Laika. I don't know, man. Belly I'm sorry, I'm tired. It's like going to <laughs> Belly Laika or Roberta. The amazing might, chocolates here might be like one of my favorite characters because like Bally Laika is just like is. She's like a whole ass boss, bruh. Like she's Honestly. got like she's Literally. like lioness vibes from the whole get go. Like she's got her shit together. Well, you're just saying that like, because of that mane of hair. No, not only that, but like when she's like the getting battle her battle scars. Yes, and like when she's getting her get back from her two comrades with the vampires, and she's like talking to a little kid. <laughs> like that scene, bruh. Oh god, when she's like just sitting there. She said, Neil. <laughs> And she's like, <laughs> she's like, you're probably gonna die in ten minutes. I'm just gonna sit here and like watch you and oh, like that when was... she just like like how she just like put on for the rest of her comrades. Oh. Like I really like respect and then the, call- the fuck out of her. And then the call in because Black La- or the Lagoon Company was like picking up the other vampire mm-hmm. and like doing a drop off, and the fucking you know Bella Laka was like kill him on sight. 
So they like they deliver the package, they get on the dock, and then them uh, the old man shoots her in the fucking head. Mm-hmm. Holy shit. Yeah, no. Bella Laika. This is the way you set up Bella Laika to be a scary motherfucker. Mm-hmm. Yes. And like I, I fucking I, I fuck honestly, with her heart. Just well, that I was way, like, she has to do nothing when she like gets pissed off. <laughs> just one little slam on the hood of a car. Oh, he gonna yeah, die. Like, oh no. Yeah, it's like, oh no. She's mad. No, and I I wonder where you know it's unfortunate that we never got to see the animated conclusion of everything. I actually wonder what like what would have been the final arc, you know, or the final story. It- I'm, but it might happen because chapters are still coming out like very, very really? fucking rarely. Like, but fuck is still, you know, you got that Hunter Hunter <laughs> schedule. Yeah, I mean, listen, I'm like, gonna, I'm I don't know. I feel, I feel like, but I it definitely wasn't set up for like a final villain or something like a super bad guy. Like she's going to like she might start World War Three, honestly. <laughs> Good. I'm going to be honest, though. I don't want any more animated. I really rather leave it with where it is with where it is. I could rewatch this Sacrilege. many times over. <laughs> if you uh, adding more to it, always and uh, doing all the doing any more with it. It could take some turns that I'm just like, and eh, that took me out of it. I don't care anymore. I, I will tell you this or I'm just what? here for hot babe shooting guns. So you're not getting the point of Black Lagoon, man. It's not I'm about. Tra- that's, <laughs> that's motherfucker. Did you hear what I was saying? <laughs> that's one third of the point. <laughs> um, but like it's like someone who's like kind of progressed a little bit further into the manga. It does get better. I will say, like it does. Like the story does continue, and we get to see more of that. Like you know, um, kind of like existence between Rock and Revy, and their ideas challenge each other. I want to see, I really want to see where that progresses to, like, who's going to, like, fold into, like, whose world. Um, and I do literally love the stuff that Bella Like is doing. But, like, um, also Dutch is just, like, such a strong character for me. Like, it's I have such a hard time picking, like, just one I want I want a boss like Dutch. Yes. Like, like you won't get that here. <laughs> I don't know, man. <laughs> My current boss ain't that bad, but uh, to have a boss like Dutch, man, like, Lord. <laughs> yeah, like, Dutch is just straight up, like, just, you know, he's, like, good at filling out people's feelings. He's a good mediator. He's, like, basically saved Black Lagoon from his relationships with Bella Laika. And she, when Bella Laika owes you something, you can only wonder what that person has done. Because I'm like, what has Dutch done to have a favors from, like, the freaking... House of, um, ah, Lord. Motel Moscow. Motel Moscow, you know, so, um, but like, (laughs) but like Roberta, though, like the absolute dog, Roberta, bruh. Roberta's blood trail is like, (laughs) just the fact that she had literally every like special ops in the world come after her, like, and just like she, for a good reason, though. (laughs) I mean, like she got her get back. Like what you want? Like it wasn't like they started it. You know, she was just defending herself. I mean, you're right. I mean, but- except but everything she did before she was Roberta. Like she didn't get her get back because she caused the, a lot of the fucking problems. 
Yeah. However, that was following her orders. I know, which is never the right thing to no, do. No, no, she's a. She wanted to be a revolutionary, and when she found out that wasn't what she turned out to be, she left. But mm-hmm. equally, she pulled the trigger. She made the decision to like I don't know believe in the revolution. Yeah, yeah. So she bought the but, propaganda. Um, which set us up for a five episode OVA of bomb shit. I haven't watched. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's I, those. Those are five episodes. You definitely need to like Roberta's blood trail is like. No, I, I need to watch it. Like I, I literally was like, oh, crap. I didn't know about this. Uh, I ran out of time. Oh, no. No, nah, she like literally like that's. And Roberta is just such a like it's the maids you gotta watch out for, man. Like when she's got like that umbrella and she's like just letting it <laughs> loose and oh my god. But there is there's so much the going on, umbrella. especially like with the villains, because now the vampires too are just like <sighs> Yo, the vampires, the that was the fucked up Romanian kids. Like mm-hmm. that was that was what a tragic, weird, but also like uh, what a weird, gross. It was really way gross. to have some some fucking. I'll give you uh, a surprise. You've been nice to me. You're like no, no, like, I, and that's the entire point. That is the entire point of these kids. Like they're not okay. No, no, <laughs> no one is. No, no one, <laughs> no one is okay in this show at all. No if single we character kill enough, okay. we'll live forever, right? We just rack up fucking points. Now, like goddamn, you Mike had mentioned Myers. you had mentioned Ida earlier. Yeah, sister of Lilith. the Church of Pain. Church of Pain is that what the fuck is called? Yeah, Church of Violence. That's what Ew. it is. Fake church um, or something. I can't remember. Who is also. From Langley, Virginia, she's fucking CIA. That big reveal was kind mm-hmm. of crazy. That was like, <laughs> it is wild. Like, and the fact that her weapon is a Glock seventeen, like, just uh, like the weapons, the, the weapons, so clean. I was like, yo, it's a double may cry up in here. What's happening? Like, what are we? Oh my gosh! And it's funny <laughs> because, doing? like, no, like Ida is just. Like, it's funny because, like, you know, oh, it's a church, it's a nun, they're sitting here helping. No, no, I mean, no, it's the arms dealings and just extortion and just, it's like no one's good. And I love it. Like, you know, we went to the church, we got shot up. (laughs) Yeah. And the fact that she's like, like you know, on par with like freaking Revy in a nun outfit is just. It's the type of stuff that I live for, you know? It's I don't fuck with her glasses. Not my vibe. Yeah, no, those are very Not the character, like, but like mm. Yeah, it's this it's the glasses are a no for me. I I gotta give you that. Like the But I give it like it, it fits the character, you know. Yeah. It's kind of uh Yeah, the designs kinda, are all yeah. cool. Yeah. Every design, primo, in my opinion. Like character Every design, weapon. like I learned yes. so much about weapons watching this. Good. I, I love all the side characters. Um, the bartender who has his fucking bar repeatedly blown up or burned no, down. That's or, some you know, yeah. my cabbage stuff yeah, right yeah. there. Yes. That is straight yes. Up my <laughs> and it's always like, Revy, <laughs> you did this shit. <laughs> Wasn't me this time. 
Yeah. Yeah. And then, like you said, Shinjua, the Taiwanese assassin. We love her. Yeah. Um, the uh, cop. Fucking the, the space cadet that drove them in that one episode where they go off to save fucking uh, Rock. Yeah. And or we the, got, um, like, uh, Bai Ching, the, like, cop who's, like, or boss of their base in Thailand. Basically, yeah, the, like, yeah. cop dude who's just trying to figure out what's going on and probably has the hardest job on the face of the planet. Um, the pimp. I mean, strip pimp club owner. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Rowan Pigeon. What's, um, um, I love the, the one episode where the printing press, the money printing girl, can't remember her name, but like she's running away. And then all of a sudden we get introduced to like these two random mercenaries. The one they're like, are you both drinking milk? And it's like, oh, right, right, I'm allergic to wizard and the other dude. Yeah. Yeah, it's like, I'm allergic to milk. And then the other guy's like, it's against my religion. I was like, what religion are you? Why? Why are you here? <laughs> you think he was Mormon? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mormon. Who knows, man? Yeah. I don't know. I just yeah. thought that was funny. And- I think it's blown. Man, up. shout out to Yolanda too, like the leader of the Church of Violence, who's just like this. Uh, there's there's so many good characters in uh, Black Lagoon, and like there's so many fun characters that are just like this is like an anime that you can just watch and feel good and not have to be like, oh, I'm going to offend somebody or something. It's like this is the gritty gritty. Like I would show this to someone who's like, I want to be edgy, but like substance, like very specific taste. Yeah. That person would have. It's very okay. It's violent, but in an action sort of way. Oh, yeah. There's not a lot of blood. There's not a okay. There's well, it's a fair amount of blood. There's not a lot of gore. Yeah, but it's <laughs> not a lot of gore. It's not yeah. very like, obscene. Yeah, it's. I'm no, gonna be like, honest. It's really. The I language, don't understand honestly. calling this edgy. There's, I mean, like, I don't, it's mature. I'll give you that, but I, I don't mean, understand edgy. There's okay, edgy in so the like, sense of like the dialogue, like yeah, you know, like the dialogue is some of the the thematic references. Yeah, definitely dress, talking about the, Nazis, the culture, talking about uh fucking Charles Manson, drugs, <laughs> like the fucking drugs. Like, yeah, like just for 2006, we're pushing yeah. the boundaries. And this was on broadcast television. You gotta keep in mind, this was like that. This was that clear was tsunami had started at midnight. Uh, yeah, but like this was, I still watched That's it. I was six. when they put that shit on there all the time. I'm just saying, I was a 12 year old out here. Like, you know, that gang, explains gang, a few things, honestly. About me? Yes. Okay. <laughs> like what? My mom's like, like what? <laughs> what did I explain? Was this like your, Frederica was this your Sawyer original is the best waifu? girl? Sorry, that was two questions. Gay. Wait, I, I love the I love the whole saw vibe with the with the vocoder. Oh yeah, that was that, that was like, uh, like the moment she drops it, it's game over for he, her being a supervillain. Mm-hmm. But like the look, my vibe, you know. Yeah, literally my vibe. Anyway, my vibe. Um, I'm a smoker. Um, I'm just kidding. Yeah, you said so. Frederica is what now? Anyway, like listen back Frederica. to the podcast here at Content Brand. Yeah. <laughs> um, um, but yeah. Uh, round, rounding out our characters. Any other people that scream characters are great? Or do we need to move on? I mean, I love all like the characters. We, I think each character brings something new. Um, 
Definitely, I feel like a very strong female-driven cast also, but it's not the men are not put in the backseat for the women to be at the forefront. I feel like it's just we got a bunch Equal. of badass characters. Yeah. So Yeah. And I'm here for badass characters. Yeah. Um this was two thousand magic, man. Like this is something that I don't feel like, you know, would be as big as it came out today, I feel like, or if it had came out like um earlier. I feel like it was in a perfect spot because it's like it was like needed then. Um, super gritty, like I said. I feel like it had a great amount of violence, like you said, not too gore, not too like bloody, just like to get the point across to like be like, yo, you are watching this at like this is no longer Cartoon Network. You're in Toonami, <laughs> Dragon Ball Z Uncut has come on. They've said the word shit, like we can cuss. Like you're <laughs> you're in you're in the zone right now. So like I also love that this is right on the cusp of where anime goes 16 by 9. Yes. Because I'm thinking back to a show that looks like this, but is in 4 by 3 and Eureka 7 comes to mind. But that's in April of 2005 and it runs an entire year to April 2006. And when we get to Black Clover, Black Clover, what the fuck? Black <laughs> Lagoon. Um, you know, we're coming out in April of 2006 mm-hmm. for the first 12 episodes. And it's like, we have made that transition in broadcast television. We have committed to 16 by 9. And that was a joy to watch for me. Yes. That was a fun time. Um, so I, I agree. Like, it's cool that we're on a different aspect ratio. It's cool that we're in like a different vibe. Um, I definitely feel like this is like something that everybody should watch. It's for sure one of my favorites. Like it's like Black Lagoon is up there just because of like the pure waifus it pumps out for me. Like the pure amount of like violence, the themes, the darkness, Um, just the overall humor, like the representation is on point as well. Like I still think like, you know, Dutch and Benny are two of the coolest main side characters ever um shout out to rock as well for just being super solid without compromising like it's like he gives me like he's like a subaru that i like that's what it is that's that's what i was trying to get at it's like i feel like subaru like this is what they tried to do with subaru from re-zero yeah but but like it actually worked with him being an asshole (laughs) yeah like this is what this is the vibe that I get. Like the rock okay. is definitely that handled the correct way. Now, the number one most important question of Black Lagoon: Did they smash? So that's like why I keep reading the story. Like I just I feel like there is love there. Like or there's a connection because she brought him back home, which I thought that was wild in general. Like when he came back at the end. And, Let's show you home just to be like, yo, I'm never coming back. And like, you got Revy out here shooting guns a little bit. <laughs> so I'm just like, okay. Um, and you know, there's the iconic like cigarette kiss, which is like a lot of people consider in the top like anime non kisses, but kisses type thing. Um, I don't know. I feel like there's, I feel like there's feelings there for sure. Um, still waiting to see if they smash. Canonically, I think they smash. Like, because like, we in the show where where yeah. Ravi and, and Eater in the church just drinking, hanging out, and it's like 
Revy's like, I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> so the question is, did they smash? I think so. I think so. What do y'all think? <laughs> In my heart, I hope. It's quite possible, but... In my heart of hearts, I hope they smashed harder than, like, fucking Hulk Hogan. What? <laughs> Wrong Hulk. <laughs> but yes, the green one. I hope they smashed <laughs> like that. But yeah, any any other opinions about Black Lagoon? Thoughts and things? Uh, recommendations to anybody, you know? I mean, yeah, recommend it. Uh, again, funnier than I thought it was, thought it would be. Uh, I was laughing the whole time. I was quite surprised. Not the whole time, but you know what I mean? More than I thought I would. Um, I liked it. It was very, very nice. It gave me Cowboy Bebop vibes and like, you know, that that kind of like episode structure, like the storytelling where it's not like, yeah, we're going to have like the, the starting plot and then a bunch of misadventures along the way. It's just like kind of like, well, here we start. And then it's like just telling that it's, it's not like an overall story like a lot of the anime does. It does do kind of like Monster of the Week, but not really. It's like there's a point to it. Like there's a point to each episode. It was kind of a refreshing yeah. way. It was a refreshing way to tell the um tell the story for me. So cool. Cool. Well, I feel I, like I love it. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like the plot got incrementally more involved. Mm. Yeah. As the episode count went longer like mm-hmm. the arcs got more intense the time like the episode count spent on one story grew by the time we get to episode 24 like three quarters of the second season was spent just on the yakuza arc with you know all the ups and downs that came with it but up until that point we hadn't spent that much time on a single story mm-hmm. i think it fit mm. i really enjoyed it overall I don't feel like the ending was particularly strong. Yeah, I feel it, like that's because it, it wasn't supposed to be the ending. Like, I feel like there was... Sure. I th- and, and and that's kind of, I guess, a great point. Um, the ending fit. It was thematically integrated, you know, with Rock trying to be a hero and realizing where he kind of stands in the universe and seeing the, the bitter end of what comes when you don't commit to something or can't change something or this, that, and the other. I think it's a fine ending, but it doesn't feel resolved, especially with the, with what little time we have to kind of cap things off. There's very little resolution. It's like the end of an arc. And then we're just going to put a cork in it. And then we'll see you in 15 years. (laughs) baby yeah so so i i enjoyed it great show uh i'm left wanting more but that's from having you know bench watched it all yeah no facts i mean as even as not been watching binge watching i agree like definitely want more um need more like stranger things have happened like we've gotten freaking devil's part-timer season two so i'm holding out man this and noragami I like, had to say, Noragami and Black Clover please. coming in 2023. Yes, let's go, please. Let's go. That's Speak again. Let's it go. in the universe. Mm-hmm. Dog. <laughs> it's good shit. I feel like the fact that it's taken such a realistic tone to things, the, the ending's actually better than it's get, 
give him credit for because shit just doesn't wrap up cleanly majority of the time. Sometimes yeah. that's just how it goes. Mm-hmm. What happens, what happened? You did what you did. Either do it different the next time shit happens or walk through the same shit. And that's what I like love so much about but, Black Lagoon. It's just like the whole essence of the show is who cares? Like just fucking do it. <laughs> like yeah. life goes on. Which Yeah. That being said, I don't need answers. I don't need any of the rest of that shit. I am fine where it is. I am a little nervous that if I were to get more of it, it would start taking away from what's there. So, and what I enjoy of it. So, would you let Revy shoot you? Would I let Revy shoot me? Yes. <laughs> Depends yeah, on the 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 what's the context of sh- her shooting me. <laughs> she just breaking one into my shot. House. Y- you can we'll talk about it off camera. Oh my you know, goodness! Just, you know, so <laughs> only if she, any, anyway. Yeah, yeah we'll, like, we'll talk about it off camera. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, no, that was Black Lagoon. Um, definitely go and watch it, please. It's so great. Um, we'll probably do something else about it somewhere along the line. Along the line, when life aligns. Um, do you dream? Anyway, so yeah, Stop sure this has been Content Breaker. We've been yeah. talking about uh, Black Lagoon here on Content Breaker. Is that what it was? You can catch. I better have been man. True. This is Black Clover. Pasta uh, <laughs> <Austin laughs> is fucking yelling still. Um, you can catch all of our stuff here on Content Breaker. Now your uh, all your podcasters talking Spotify, iTunes, Amazon Podcast, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube as well. At Content Breaker. Gentlemen, y'all have stuff too. Yes, you can find me at Static Dreads with a Z on Twitter, where I talk about anime and recently just the one of an iPhone. It's really what I've been on all day. Um, and just, you know, seeing where things go and make sure you check out our website at contentbreaker.com. You find me strangely on Twitter. Look for Strangely Entertaining on YouTube and Twitch. That's where I'll be at. And on Twitch, I do stream or try to stream 9 p.m. Central Time on Tuesdays and then some random times when I feel like it. And of course, the other product at your typical Shona protagonist where we talk about anime bullshit just like this, except not like this because we booked it on the wrong show this week. (laughs) Anyways, we have more stuff booked for Content Breaker. It's on what? do we have coming up next week we're going back to fate and talking about the first branch in the in the series that seems like it will never end (laughs) another early 2000s anime from studio d (laughs) i've never seen it before won't this be interesting it's fate stay night Studio Dean version. Night. Die with a kill. Um, yeah. (laughs) So, (laughs) can't wait. We'll catch y'all next week. (laughs) I'll cut to break.